everybody. Welcome back to When a Gay Girl Meets a Trans Girl. I'm the gay girl. And I am the trans girl, Brooklyn. And I'm neither of the above. <laughs> You're the straight girl, right? Uh, something like that. <laughs> this is a special guest, and this is my mom. Um, she's going to join us today and kind of give us a little bit of what she um, kind of kind of has had to deal with with me and the community and basically going to get some ideas and thoughts about what she thought of the community before me and we're going to kind of go from there but just to start how is everybody doing today not too bad busy weekend I'm fine getting ready for exams I've got one this week and then like four the following week yeah, how's baby doing? Fine. You starting to show a little bump there yet? She yes. Is. So yeah. cute. Yes. Here in the next couple of weeks, she should start filling the baby kick. I still put my head down on her belly, and I end up listening to see if I can hear the baby move around at all. And sometimes you hear like a little bit of a, it sounds kind of like an echoey noise. Kind of like a, it sounds almost like a, a movement maybe. I don't know if that's the baby or her stomach hungry because she's always hungry. Or sleepy. Are you growling all the time? I don't know. <laughs> she's always hungry. She's like, I'm so hungry. I do get hungry often. Quite often actually. <laughs> I get hungry and I'm not pregnant. <laughs> well, me too. That's why I have a little bit more weight than the skinny girl over here. I'm getting fat. You're <laughs> getting fat. <laughs> what was it like when you first found out you were pregnant mom the very first time yes i didn't know i was <laughs> it was new year's eve and we had gone to my sister's to party and i thought i had eaten too much because i got so so sick hmm. only the sickness didn't go away and it didn't go away for nine months I was, I was sick the whole nine months Ugh. with my first one. That would suck. So, yeah, but it was an experience I didn't think I would ever do again. It wasn't, you, you can't ever think you know what it's like until you go through it. Uh, you know it's not going to be comfortable, but <laughs> it was something I was not planned for. I wanted to go home when I was in labor. Oh. And John... My husband said, well, you can't go home now. We've got to finish it up now. Point of no return. Yep. So anyway, yeah. And we went on to have four more children. So I guess it wasn't as bad as what I thought. <sighs> well, so when did you find out? Did you know, like, after you were getting sick, you're like, oh, I must be pregnant? Or did you, like, have to go to the doctor? You're like, oh, there's just something wrong with me. I went to the doctor, but then I started wondering. Because obviously I had missed a cycle, and so then we started thinking that was possibly what was going on, and so I went to the doctor. I don't know; it was probably two or three weeks later, and found out for sure. But you know, in those days, you don't find out as early as you do now. You usually wait till you're you've missed like three cycles, and you go in, and oh my God. so you're already finishing up your first trimester when you're finding out. Wow. And you don't find out what you're having either, generally. Yeah. I mean, I know there were ways you could, but it wasn't, they didn't do sonograms all the time like they do now, you know. I think uh, they do that all the time for you guys now going in, you know. Um, 
But us, you don't have one. You didn't have one unless you were having some sort of problems. Mm. So I think the first, I'm, I'm trying to remember, the first sonogram, I think having um, kids was probably the twins, which was my third pregnancy. So you didn't know what I was going to be before? No. I need, you know, each time I had hoped for a girl. And when you were born, I was like, oh, no, I've got to go through this all over again. I don't want to do this again. Oh, my God. And doctor says, oh, he's a cute little tater. I'll keep him if you don't want him. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, mm-hmm. I want him. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's where that came from. The tater was the doctor. And so. Yeah, that was a nickname that I had. And it has actually been passed down to my youngest, yeah. Tatum, which you guys have met. And we call him the little tater tot. Mm-hmm. Call him little tater. Yeah, which he's is... not so little anymore, and he's still the tater. We call him tater tot. He doesn't seem to mind. No, he doesn't. Every now and then I tell him he's my little tater totter casserole. <laughs> and he he doesn't actually care. We had at, at the baby shower when Tatum was uh, getting ready to be born, or was already born, I don't remember which it was. We had a, a potato head sitting on a plate with tater tater tots oh my god and it said a chip off the old potato oh my god (laughs) yeah it was funny (laughs) how do you feel about us naming our child after brooklyn's original male name i love it it (laughs) made me want to cry as a matter of fact i know i did (laughs) but you know anybody that knows me i cry at everything (laughs) so it was didn't take much but yeah it was very sentimental to me and even talking about it now it is i'm like gonna cry having another little joshua (laughs) i call him little 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 joshy little josh little das my little little boy (laughs) yeah only this one will probably be a little ginger head instead oh of a little toe head. No. <laughs> I hope not. I, I was a, a toe head when boy. I was born, actually, too. I you was, were? Yeah, I was platinum blonde, like wow. super blonde. Yeah. Up until puberty. And you became a redhead. Mm. And she still denies it. She thinks she's still very well, off color blonde. She's not red, red. I mean, it's just got highlights of kind of a reddishness. I, uh, I have a brother-in-law that was a redhead, and when I see pictures of him, that's what I think of as a redhead. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody that was like a carrot top, they yeah. called him. Yeah. So I don't think she's got extreme red hair. It's just kind of coppery colored, which is a brownish red. It's yeah. cute, though. It I looks like cute. It. Yeah, it's pretty. She's got the paleness and the cute little squinty eyes and the red hair. Adorable. <laughs> I feel like a rat. A rat. <laughs> Why do you feel like a rat? Squinty eyes. She does. She's got squinty eyes, doesn't she? That's your look, you know, (laughs) kind of like you get a look from a baby or something. You get a look from Holly. I just don't know if it's a good look or a bad look. Sometimes she just stares at me and her eyes squint and I'm like, did I do something wrong? And she's like, no. And then other times I'm like thinking I do something nice and she stares at me and squints. And I'm like, did I do something right? And she's like, no. (laughs) I'm like, oh, dang. (laughs) So, um... Holly, you have a nickname for the baby already. Yes. What is it? Joshve. 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 Because the movie Life is Beautiful. It's Italian and it's based in the Holocaust. The dad has like a little four-year-old boy and his name is Josh. And he keeps calling him Joshve in Italian. And so, yeah. Mm, That's cute. The little boy was adorable. He was trying to like kind of prevent 
the little boy realizing that he was in a holocaust camp. He was kept trying to make everything look fun for him. It's a very sweet, sad movie. I'll have to check that out. I have to watch that. It's subtitles, definitely. It what is was it called again? Life is Beautiful. There was another movie, actually, I started to watch, and it was really kind of, uh, I think it kind of tugs at your heartstrings, and then you ended up finishing with, with me. It had uh, Tom Hanks in it. Oh. Um, it's called A Man Called Oda. Otto? Odo? And he's a very kind of disgruntled man. I recommend that movie to any of you out there. Um, he actually ends up, it was crazy, he ends up meeting this kid eventually and he I forget kind of what the story was behind it but he was his uh, deceased wife's student and she was the only one that was nice to him yeah and he was kind of like why why is that you look fine and he was like well I'm transgender and she was the only one that like believed in me and from that point on you know he showed up at I'm not going to kind of go into all the details and everything. It was an amazing story, but he showed up at the door and he was like, I just need a place to stay for the night. And he ended up becoming, I think, pretty close to him through now, that. That's not like the whole premise of the movie. No, that's just not. like one little nice thing that he does. And the kid ends up kind of sticking around and stuff throughout the, re the rest. But the guy is just very, very stale from his wife passing. Like she was the sunshine and he's kind of the darkness. Yeah. But he starts freezing, thawing out his little frozen heart. Yeah. It's actually an amazing story, and it's one I wouldn't mind watching again, but it does kind of tug at your heartstrings a little bit. Yeah, I've got to watch a movie like that when I'm not going to work, because then I go in with all puffy eyes and <laughs> can't breathe. And well, One of these weekends, maybe you have to come over. You'll probably fall asleep through it. You like to sleep through movies. I so. do. It's a good movie, though. I recommend that, so I'd check out. It's called A Man Called Otto. It's like O-T-T-O, and it's been out for a few years. Surprised never heard of it. It uh, actually did really well, and it was a German book that was just turned into a movie, but it's really good. I was going to say, Otto is a German name, usually. It is a German name, but they did Americanize it. He People would be like, that's not a name you hear very often. He goes, I hear it all the time, <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> It's very true. But so, good movies. So what's our topic now? What do we have going on? Well, I guess I will pass this to my mom. We kind of have maybe a few questions here and there. But I guess the big one to start is what did you think of the LGBT community before you, um, before I came out? What was your opinion of it? Well, first of all, I really never thought much about the extended name. It was more, you know, what I grew up hearing more was gay. And I don't really even know what all those titles are still to this day. Even if I'm told, I don't think about it. I mean, to me, well, let's she's, go over that. Not, she's not woke. No, We will no. wake her. So <laughs> we'll, we'll go over it. You all do the letter. You say what it is. L? Lesbian. G. Or as Blanche would think, Lebanese. No. Yes. <laughs> G. Gay. Uh, B. Bi. T. Trans. Q. Queer. Plus pansexual, demisexual, whatever. There's no way that I would even remember all that. You know, hearing the word queer 
people used to call each other that when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. If I heard you that were, too. you know, weird. If you were different, they'd call you a queer. I always and heard the word gay. So I'm like, you're gay so gay. Also. I would hear gay. I would hear queer if you're acting gay, like homosexual gay. But I'd hear gay if you're just acting dumb. Yeah. Uh, I, I do remember hearing the word gay from a long time ago, but really did not know what it meant. There was a little girl that lived down our street, and that was her middle name, Gay. And that's what she went by, actually. Oh. She didn't go by her first name. That's unfortunate. Yeah, well, maybe today she goes by her first name. She I don't switched know. it back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that goes to show that people really didn't think about that that much that long ago i'm amazed that gay has been like an insult since like your time through our time even well it's just weird because you go back to like the 50s or 40s and gay was happy it was exciting yeah. even in the flintstones have a gay old time yes it was just it wasn't an insult and i wonder what happened between the 70s and early 2000s because now it's not really one but early 2000s it still was people just don't say it i think they have more respect things have changed though too i mean like dad and i were just talking today and when i was in like middle school age uh they used the term squirrel a lot or squirrely and yeah. it just so happens to rhyme with my name, so, you know. Squirrely, Charlie. Yeah, I got called that a lot. And one of my camp names I gave myself long before that was Squirrel because I thought they were cute. <laughs> but, you know, when I was in middle school, it was Squirrel. If you were a Squirrel, you were weird. And also, if you wore white socks, they called you a white socker. And wow. that's changed, too. White socks are in. They're okay now. But, you know, so things change through the years. For whatever reason, I don't know. That's crazy. But, um, yeah, I didn't really know much about the gay community, or definitely not trans. I didn't even know there was such a thing. When did you first hear about, to your best recollection, that you've know you about know, trans? I, I don't know. I couldn't really even tell you because it really, I never had a reason to talk to anybody about it. And I, I guess I thought of trans as the not transgender what i heard when i heard trans was transvestite and so i never knew there was a transgender i always thought it was one and the same and i don't even really know what that is Is that somebody that likes to dress yeah so transvestites are someone that has that likes to dress but they love their gender so males or um uh I don't know. Females don't really get called that because it's, it's always okay to act more masculine than effeminate. So they're usually butchy. No. Oh, uh, transvestites are typically something you see on in like a drag show. It's like a drag queen. Yeah. That for the most part is a transvestite. Now there are some that are not, but um, it's just someone that it's a guy that likes to be a guy and they want to dress up. Usually they go way over the top, and I, I hate that the name sounds so f- uh, similar to a transgender, Ooh. because those are way two different things. And then you got like all these drag queens out there, and that's fine if you want to do that. I have nothing against it. I've been to drag shows before; they're fun. But I think that you kind of, as a transgender person, get put in the same grouping. They and do. They associate the, same, the same. I've got a friend that I work with that still thinks. They're like the same. 
she, you know, she doesn't know any more than I know. And I mean, I can set her straight on that because I know the difference now, but I never have. Yeah. I've really never gone any further with any of this other than knowing what a gay person was. And so then when I heard the term lesbian, I'm like, well, wait a minute. If they're gay, what's a lesbian? <laughs> what's a dyke? I don't know what all these terms are. What is a dyke, Holly? Very insulting term towards a lesbian. Is it? So what's yeah. a lesbian? A lesbian is a woman that's attracted to only women. And gay, which I still call myself gay because I think that's interchangeable but they like to separate them by gay for gay male lesbian for gay woman yeah but then you um you have a a term for a guy gay just gay they don't have another term if they separate it it's supposed to be gays and that's gay males and lesbians then you have a dyke which is typically a very rude butchy or a very rude term for usually a butchy girl it's a very masculine lesbian girl and then a fag is a very rude term for a gay male yeah let's see now i wouldn't know that when i was younger fag was the cigarette thing yeah yeah so yeah it's just i don't know know, i don't really follow all that people are people and i mean i have ideas that i grew up with and stuff that was instilled in me through my parents and through religion and everything and that's where a lot of my thoughts and feelings had come from until my son came out as a transgender woman. So I, you know, I've had friends through the years that have been gay and probably transgender even, and I didn't know. I never knew anybody that was transgender. I do now. I have worked with um, a transgender girl. Hmm. And um, yeah, there's a big uproar at work by some of the people there because they made some of our bathrooms into like either or a boy girl family type bathroom and it was because of her when she got there because she did not feel comfortable going into either one of the male or the female because of what they would you know people might say or do because she was Hmm. she was looking more female she wasn't really dressing more female though she kind of dressed more masculine Hmm. but she was definitely transgender so you know people have a lot of questions they don't they they don't know like i didn't know they did not know and they still don't i think just people are a lot of people are just really scared of transgender or gay and therefore that's why there's limitations on them because they really don't want to get to know people like that they don't want to know i mean to me scared i think it's hateful well i mean to me i want to go to the bathroom I just need to go to the bathroom. I'm not in there to do anything to anyone any more than I would do I, that to a guy. It's well, just the bathroom. Let me give you my take on that. And this is where I thought also before. You're that way. And maybe there is a lot of people that are that way. But you've got a certain part of society that preys on children and other people. And they may use that guys to get into a place. And it, it gives you a bad name. There's and actually no records of that, though. That is not a common practice I think, at all. But the, see, this is what I think people are afraid of, because when I've been at work and uh, co-workers have discussed it, yeah, that's what they talk about. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. So they feel like it's something that could happen. Well, how do you know that You know, they're not just dressed up to get in there? It, you know, the thing is, here's my point on that, though. If they're 
dressed up to get in there, let's say they're going after a woman or after a young girl or something, what's going to stop them out on a playground? What's going to stop them in around the corner, you know, when the kid runs off or something? I mean, that person's going to try to do it regardless, and that doesn't that puts a whole group of people as somebody that is trying to attack someone when that's not the case. And those are usually the same people complaining. Well, they're usually the same people against gun laws, like being super, super strict. It's usually, like, usually the liberals are saying, like, get rid of guns, and the conservatives are for guns. Usually the people that are making the bathroom claim are also the conservatives. So I'm like, which way do you want to wash the law right now? Yeah. I never, myself, I've never claimed to be anything in particular liberal or Mm -hmm. right or left or... I don't even like the Democrat-Republican term. You know, I believe a certain way. This is me. I don't really want to be grouped into any of those. Let's just vote. You have people run for office according to what you believe. Why do you have to sign up to be, oh, I'm Republican, I'm Democrat? I don't like that. I don't like being grouped like that. I want to be me and what I think and feel and what I think is right. Yeah, that's also how I am. I am independent. I didn't choose a party. So would you use the restroom if you saw, let's say you were getting ready to walk in and you saw somebody that was transgender, that looked pretty passable, but they were walking in to use the restroom. Would you feel uncomfortable? Would you think twice about it? Well, you know, I know you and it wouldn't bother me being around you or maybe even friends, but I would have to say I might be uncomfortable yet. I don't know. I've never really had that happen to know how I would feel. Because you you usually, yeah, don't know of it. Because if you use the bathroom, you look like you should be in. Because I feel uncomfortable even when I know maintenance is knocking at the door. Yeah. I just do. I don't know what it is. I just feel uncomfortable about that. And I I think it's just a stereotypical thing that, you know, oh, a a guy's going to walk in on me type of thing. I don't know. It's that's something I'm going to have to work on yet. But, you know, I don't have anything against um, any of these groups of people at all. You know, I've had many friends through the years for sure that are gay. So if you still do, if you got a gay person that is attracted to your gender, how is that any different than maybe a trans person? Well, you know, that would make me feel uncomfortable, too. I think that's just, you know, off the top of my head. And I don't know, you know, some of this stuff is still new to me. Um, I'm not saying that's a hundred percent. I I've not had to deal with that a lot. I don't, I really don't think about it too much because I know there are girls that I work with that are gay. I know it for fact. And really they don't bother me in the bathroom <laughs> exactly like so kinda... but you know but i don't give myself time to think about it either plus you know we're it's not like the guys bathrooms from what i hear they just stand at urinals yeah. most of the time and women are behind a closed door yeah because i've even been in a dressing room a girl's dressing room before where they had no doors or nothing they just were open 
and I'm uncomfortable about that. I am not one of these people that likes to disrobe, even if it's another female. Oh, I hate uh, a we've gym got class the same. We've got the same that. body, but yeah. you know what? I am uncomfortable. I don't like doing that in front of other people. I never have, and it has nothing to do with whether a person would be gay or transgender or anything like that. It's just my own personal feeling. Um, I've always was uncomfortable in the hospital too, you know, giving birth and all that, all these people coming in. That's what I'm keep worrying about. But, you know, <laughs> but the thing with that is you're, you're in a lot of pain and things are going on. Just kind of like, like, I don't care. Just yeah, get it you out. Just don't care. Just get it over with. I don't care. And then you start, well, they've seen it all before every day. So who really cares? No. But yeah, I always have to even laying in the doctor's office. I have to think, oh, they've seen it every day. <laughs> You know, but there's a certain uncomfortableness that I feel with different circumstances. I just have to let it go. Mm -hmm. And even doing a mammogram does that. (laughs) Well, so kind of moving on a little bit. How did it feel the day that I told you that I was trans? What went through your mind? You know, I remember I cried. I remember that. I remember sitting on the couch and you were on the opposite couch and you just started crying and crying. But I really didn't know what that meant either. At first, I felt a sigh of relief because I didn't really know what it was you were telling me. And I remember Nathan telling me, he's the same person. He's the same person. It doesn't matter. And I said, yeah, but he wants to dress like a girl. (laughs) I felt like um, I felt like I was losing somebody, like somebody died. That's really how it felt. It felt like somebody died. And... um, I think that's very common. You hear about that a lot, about somebody dying. And there's ways to get around that. Sometimes they have funerals. Sometimes they have um, rebirth parties. Sometimes, you know, they just do like a connection party where, you know, you... um, I've heard about all those. Yeah, yeah, where you might dress up as the boy and then halfway through the party dress up as a girl and you show that you're still the same person. You're just Well, you know, I miss... I, I, I'll be starting to cry. <laughs> I miss my Joshua, but I'm used to seeing Brooklyn now too. So, and I, I love you the way you are. It's um, you're oh, still I my love you too, Mom. You're still my baby, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> See, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you look like or what you have on. I still love you. Well, I'm still the same person. Yeah, I see that. So if I went back to being a guy, would you miss Brooklyn? I have no idea. <laughs> I, you'd really probably confuse me then. <laughs> you know, I have a hard time. I know I've told you this before. And um, when I'm talking to other people, I still have a hard time with it. But in the beginning, it was really hard um, getting my pronouns right. And I still have that issue. But um, I have to stop and think before I say he, she, because I'm, my brain is confused yet. Because for how old were you? 40? 39? I can't remember. 37? 30, when I, it was like 36. So for 36 years, you've been this little boy grown into a man, a, a father, married, children. And so it's hard to change all this in your brain and so when I'm trying to say she, it doesn't always come out right, or I have to really stop and think, 
who am I talking to? I do that with my other kids now. I'm like, no, he's he's a he. That's that's right. He's a he. <laughs> I do. I, it is really messed with my mind Aww. about trying to make sure I'm using the right pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I can say, you know, it, the, it wasn't how I was raised. I don't remember my parents or really religion talking about it so much. It was just kind of a known thing about people and you always heard that I heard a lot of people anyway not everybody I, I've t worked with some people at work that have family members that have been gay I don't know about transgender but I know gay and uh, they would argue with me that it's not a choice and I'd say yes it is a choice why do they do this 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 and um, I don't believe it is a choice now I really don't. Yeah, I would um, not choose this. I've, I've had enough conversations with my child here, and you, Holly, too. Yeah. You know, it, I think it takes people knowing somebody or talking, getting close enough to talk and hear about your feelings and how you grew up. And I know it has been hard for Brooklyn, and um, it it's not something why would a child choose to do that why mm -hmm. you know you have so many unaccepting people you have people that like to kill people or hurt them you know because of who they are which is wrong yeah you know if if another human being is not hurting you they're just trying to live their life why why do you have to act that way towards them you just got a lot of people that want you to be like them. And it's unfortunate because a lot of people don't get that there are so many different kinds of people out there. There's, you know, even the ones that are similar to them are not like them. It's just everybody has a degree of differences, whether it's polar opposite or a little bit closer. And they happen to hate the ones that are more on the other end of the scale with them. Which is unfortunate, but this is the world we live in. Very well, hateful. you know, and it's not just this. It, there's so many things in life that people disagree upon. And, you know, that is why we do have the problems we have in the world today that we have. Um, you see the issue going on not only with gays and transgender community, but uh, the guns and anything political. Look at how many different groups you have of people. And you never know who to even believe anymore because... You can turn on this channel and hear something and turn on this channel and hear something else. And um, who do you believe? I think, you know, a lot of it, you have to come to your own conclusion and um, feel what's right in your heart. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I wish more people did that. And, you know, I think your, your dad was a whole lot the same way as me. And I think he still has some a hard time with it but there has been some things that you know he has surprised I, me with i've noticed he's been coming around actually at the at brooklyn's birthday party he was talking to one or two of your kids and he was like oh i mean brooklyn's over there and i was just like wow yeah and um, one time we were in a restaurant and i i can't remember what it was if we were having an issue there but one of the waiters or waitresses came up and uh, we noticed her name tag was Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And um, so when we were calling to talk to um, customer service about what had happened at this restaurant, 
uh, John says, he's standing behind me and says, well, tell him we remember her name because we have a daughter named Brooklyn. <laughs> and I was like, did I hear that right? <laughs> <laughs> but, Aww. you know, he he's, he's going to be real slow about it, but he's come around way a lot because yeah. before he wouldn't have even wanted to step out the door if you were dressed in girl clothes. He wouldn't want to step out the door. I think it's a lot of it's I'm more passable now and I've had like a lot of surgeries and I think I look a lot more like a girl. I think a lot of people don't. I still get looks every now and then at work where somebody will walk in and they'll like start to talk to me and when I open it's my your mouth, voice. they're like, oh, oh, and you can kind of tell that's where it hits them. The face doesn't, they don't think twice about my face because very feminine, of course, especially with makeup and dolling up and everything. And yeah. plastic surgery. And the plastic yeah. surgery, the nose, the cheekbones, the brow, all of it. The boobs. The boobs. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom. They haven't seen that, though. Some ass. I thought you meant your butt. I was like, what happened to your butt? Isn't that the, oh, that, okay, never mind. <laughs> I do have people ask. I had somebody ask the other week. She was like, can I ask you questions? And she was like, I'm supportive of this, but I just never met anyone. And we talked for probably about 20 minutes. And she was like, may I ask what surgeries you've had? And I talked to her about all of it and the experience and everything. And um, Was this someone that came in at work? Just a customer. And I thought it was pretty neat. I've had that happen before. And I like the... See, that's I, what people need. They need to hear somebody talk and and find out why because it it's just to a lot of people it's new and they they don't know anything about it so i think it, they are afraid of it somewhat because they don't feel it's normal what normal is but what is normal no one exactly. there's no there's no one normal out there as long as you're not hurting anybody who cares but that's, that's what i say that's something i love at work and i've said it on here before you know you get to have people walking in and um, you have children that walk in and will meet me and um, other adults and stuff. And I'm kind of the first experience with that to a lot of people. And to be able to be have a smile and show them that I'm not this bad person. I'm hoping that I can change, you know, at least a few people's minds just by me being there. You know, oh, this person isn't really that bad. I'm just, I'm hoping that that's what they walk away with you, most of the you time. You change that one guy that... When we were delivering newspapers, remember him? How he was hiding and he wanted to come out? And you talked with him? I mm -hmm. can't remember his name. He was a little bit older guy. I've talked to a few people. I had a friend that brought her... It was a daughter at the time and she was wanting to transition. So we went and had dinner and we talked about it with her kid. And she has since completely come out as trans. And lives her life as a male and has met a girl. And they have... They have a pretty good life together. I'm friends with them on Facebook still. But helping one person at a time, even if it's once a year, it makes me feel good. Superhero trans Brooklyn. That's She's right. the tea girl. That's well, right. Okay. Super tea. I've got, I've got a question for you just because of what you just said there. Um, you are a girl. And you are a girl. Well, I know you like girls because you're gay. Does that make you a gay transgender? She's not gay. She's bi. It's bi? She, well, I mean, she herself is bi. Some trans girls are gay. They only like other females. She likes both. You like what? Actually, well, you I like guess... You like both? Both. You yeah. like guys, too? Well, I'm actually this is a not... This for me. I'm actually... Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I guess I'm not actually gay, though. I 
since I also like trans girls, I'm something else, right? Aren't you pan? I think I'm pan, pan technically, because I like trans girls also. Well, this is, um... It's so confusing. Um, I am actually not transgender. I am transsexual. Because she's post-op. Because I have female parts now. The later bit. So that oh, is something completely... Well, I didn't know there was a difference. She didn't know what that. She didn't know it either. It took me listening to one of my professors because we talk about human rights and everything in a lot of my classes and treating everybody like they're people. And it was like, this is transgender. This is transsexual. This is blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. I won't remember that. I can tell you now, but... <laughs> You're the gay girl and you're the trans girl. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but I always wondered why is it, you know, uh, your brain had you just liking females yet, yet you felt like a girl. But you, you're you saying you do like guys too? I wouldn't say I am not interested in romantic relationships with guys. <laughs> I've, I have never been... <laughs> I don't want to do this. I have never had... Ever, I've never ever romantically liked someone. I've never had the idea of Miriam, <laughs> but you, you're just getting a kick out of this. Is there something I'm missing? No, no. Oh, I, I'm just saying, like, I do think that there are cute guys out there. Is the thing. Well, I think there's cute girls, but, but... In, in my opinion, I don't know how far that goes because I am not interested in a relationship. I don't want to marry one i wouldn't be interested in she's made this very pg yes it's what she's trying to hint at yeah it is a very <laughs> i guess a casual i just think there are some cute guys out there we'll have to pick this up later <laughs> i i don't know what else to say that's that's about it Holly's still going. Well, you know what? I don't really care either way. It doesn't make me any difference. I always just wonder. I, I don't ever see bringing a guy home if I wasn't married. I'm not interested in them that way. Are, are you done over there? I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> it's okay. It's not as big of a deal as what you're making what it maybe seems to be <laughs> you're gonna be hurting baby over there just laughing like crazy but we can move on Laughter's here is good um unless you have anything else to say oh no i don't think so <laughs> well i do have an article here it's actually um i just kind of wanted to talk about mother's day a little bit more oh god and um, ways that you can make Mother's Day more inclusive. <laughs> Do we need a break? <laughs> My love. <laughs> I don't know why I'm still laughing. I don't either. It might be pregnant hormones. I don't know what it is. <sighs> At first, there was... <laughs> I haven't laughed this hard in years. So, moving on. <laughs> I can step out if you'd like. I'll be back. I could get some water. She's still over here laughing. We had to take a, a five minute break for her because she couldn't stop laughing. Um,. <laughs> There is a website called Opinion B. It's actually opinionb.org forward slash articles forward slash 
Celebrate in ways that include all LGBTQ families. This is actually a really, really, really good... It's a long, long article. I'm not really going to read it all. Um, but there's actually a section in there. What can families do to make Mother's Day more inclusive? And I'm just going to kind of read that paragraph. See if I can find a... just says expert advice. It doesn't say who wrote it. Is that like for kids that have two moms? Maybe, maybe. Um, I think it's just for everyone that has different kinds of families all around. And I think this would apply I mean, to... the top of it shows a little boy holding two adult women's heads, so I'm assuming it's... Speaking of two moms, are you going to be considered mom for the baby? If we didn't have children prior, but since they're already around, we're just... We're just going to stay with dad because the other kids know me as that, so I'm just going to kind of go with that. But here's the article. What all families can do to make Mother's Day more inclusive. The article goes on to say that friends and family can be supportive of an LGBTQ family by honoring how they choose to spend the holiday. They can put an emphasis on all loving relationships a child has instead of a specific relationship they may not have. Any parent can talk to schools about planned Mother's Day or gendered activities, not only LGBTQ parents. Another way to include all families is to ask store managers for gender-neutral or otherwise inclusive holiday cards. You can see some of the cards at your store and let them know that you appreciate it. I've seen them. But that's that's very interesting. I, I imagine that, you know, you get to Mother's Day and let's say you have two male parents. I imagine that that could be hard for a kid. Maybe. I don't know if they grow up that way. Kids it's... don't care about Mother and Father's Day. They don't even like really think of it all they you, think about is hi mommy love you and it takes the dad to be like don't forget it's mother's day give them this macaroni drawing uh, kids don't pay attention to that at all they care about birthday christmas yeah yeah it's outside Halloween. it's outside society that you know it's the mothers that, that care the mothers that like to have their day of i do all this stuff to help raise this family and i get a day to be appreciated okay so do can you either of you think of any other ways that it might help to be inclusive towards the children or the parents that go into like Mother's Day or Father's Day? Well, the Owl House, as I have spoken about before, is the most amazing show ever. Willow had two dads. And so she always said her parents. And at one point she said her dads. And I think she... she definitely expressed loving her dads as her parents and i don't know she didn't really express being sad about not having a mother but this is in the witch realm so it's kind of different like you don't have to actually have intercourse to have a child they can do like magic stuff to help it along so they have already grown up in a society where mm, there's not this whole dynamic of a mother father like a lot of them do have that but a lot of them don't have that so, I don't yeah. know. I think one day we'll get to that point, but I don't know. It depends on the kid. Some kids are, a lot of kids I know that have two of the same, two gender, two of the same gendered parents don't care at all. And they're like, if it's Mother's Day, I have two moms. Yeah, I just wondered. I, I was just sitting here thinking about that, wondering how does a child feel in school if um, their friends maybe are celebrating Mother's Day and they have two fathers, you know, how... What do they do? A lot of them, I don't know, like the people I've talked to, they don't care. They're like, I have two parents that love me. 
Some of them are curious, like, who was my other parent, as any adopted kid or any kid from that process would wonder. But they're usually just happy, because usually if you're gay and you're having a child, as a gay male especially, because they have to go through a lot more mm -hmm. to have one, they're just happy to have two people love them and raise them. Are you planning <laughs> on sharing with your little one the process that you went through? Oh yeah, we definitely will. We'll do it age-appropriate as he's growing, but we'll make sure that he's well aware of it. I know someone that would be neat to talk to is the surrogate baby that um, Amy carried. I, I still keep in touch with the two guys. They're, uh, gosh, I don't even know what country they're in. They're not in Weren't the United they States. Swedish, I think? You know, oh. I don't remember. I was just asking Dad today, and I don't remember. Amy is her daughter-in-law and Brooklyn's sister-in-law. Yeah. She has a gay brother, and I think we've spoken about her before, but she was a surrogate for her brother, because well, so they could have no, 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 not her brother. Oh, not her brother? It was just two people they didn't oh. know from another country. But her brother's also gay. They were chosen, actually, oh. by the couple. Wow. They had one other child already, um, another daughter, oh. and um, this daughter is from the same, I believe it's the same egg and sperm. But she was the surrogate. She's the one that carried the baby for them. Hmm. That's really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They that's... look like twins, so I'm assuming they came from the same parents. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, they, they seem like a wonderful couple, and I see them doing all kinds of things online all the time, Facebook, and I still talk to them. Hmm. That'd be something I would, I, if I could carry a baby, that's something I would do. I'd do it for a couple from the LGBT community. I'm sure it's really hard for them to find people that are interested in doing that for them. But I have a picture here. This is actually something I made, uh, Holly. I didn't obviously draw the pictures the or anything, house. but I I made <clears throat> I did the collage, and then really? I That's I had cool. this I had this made. I thought you bought it. No, I made it. It's the Owl House, and it has yeah. Lumidi on it. Loose and that. I collected the pictures, and then I made a collage actually had a collage maker and I inserted all the pictures and everything. This background here I'll have to, we'll have to put a picture on Facebook this background was something that I found and I chose because it's kind of more of a magical show so it looked magical and the colors actually matched I felt like yeah. um, mm -hmm. who they were, the colors that they were. So I made that for her and it was just a random gift to her about a month ago. Were you surprised? Mm-hmm that's and then, neat. So she, <clears throat> she's actually bi. She's actually lesbian. And then... So again, bi. Yeah. Like She's attracted to male and female. She's okay. attracted to only female. Okay. But like, they were like, I think around 14, and then they grow up to like, right here, they're almost 18. There they are in college. So they end up falling in love, and it's so and sweet. The girl with the green hair, what's her name? Amity. Amity. She actually I starts like to name. color her hair pink. Like her abomination, which is her magic. Yeah. And then Luce is Latina. So is this is this a, a, a movie? Or? It's a Disney cartoon. It's a series. Yeah. On, it's a series. On Disney. And then she was, her dad passed away. It was from 2020 and it lasted until this past April. It ended on season three. Hmm. <clears throat> it's so good and so inclusive. You can only see it on the Disney channel? She has it on Plex for me. 
I already have been rewatching episodes. Is that something I episode. can see on Plex? Yeah, you can watch it on Plex. I love it. It takes a good season, I feel like, to get into the relationships. Yeah, the first season is more of a cartoon, like different things are happening. But then the second season, they found out that it was going to be getting canceled on the third season or ending. Mm-hmm. So they started making the story go faster. So the second season really picks up. It goes slow story and the third season it's three one hour episodes it's kind of like a long movie mm-hmm. so good it's anime though it's cartoon yeah. it just looks kind of anime-ish with the pointy stuff yeah but yeah it's so good and the big eyes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so gay gaming i guess we'll move on to gay gaming what do you have for gay gaming staxel what is Staxel? That's actually one I've never heard of. Staxel is a voxel game. It's kind of like Animal Crossing and Minecraft put together. On Steam, it's about $20. I have it on the Switch. I think it's about $20 also. It's another Humble Games game. Um, it's got very positive reviews on Steam. came out in 2019. But the reason why I mention it is... Well, one, I like the voxel look a lot. Two, you, the gay part is, well, in a way, you can be a male, which I guess is also good for trans, but you can have, like, girl haircuts or even wear dresses if you want to. Like, there's not a gender lock on clothing and on, like, hairstyles. So. Is that what makes your gay gaming gay when you talk about it is because you don't have those locks? A lot of it, yeah, because a lot of people like she would like to sometimes be like have a male voice but look like a girl because you kind of want your character to be like you, right? And then me, I don't like wearing dresses and skirts like they make a lot of female characters wear. I want to wear pants and a t shirt. And a lot of games, you well, a lot of games didn't even have girls in it, but if they did, you had to wear a stupid skirt or something. Mm -hmm. But a lot of guys actually like playing as girls now. They usually like to make their girl characters like their girlfriends or girls that they think are pretty. But it's really coming around. And if you don't have, like, if you do have your clothes gender locked, a lot of people actually negatively review that these days. Because, I mean, it's your character. You should, it's fun to make them like you. But, yeah, there's farming. There's a little village with people furniture it's block based kind of like minecraft so i was gonna say it seems like a cross between um minecraft and animal crossing almost yes that's exactly what i said oh goodness i wouldn't introduce the game (laughs) i mean i'm looking at screenshots from it and it looks pretty fun yeah it is i like it how long have you been playing this um i actually got it back in 2019 but i re-downloaded it yesterday and started replaying it oh you can also be like a kitty person if you so boldly would like to like to play as a furry um i like to be the little fairy i like having the pointy ears um they don't actually speak it's like text talk and it is multiplayer you can play with other people is it an online game or online co-op yeah um but yeah it's it's a fun game if you're looking for something that's different or if you like voxel i would recommend it I wouldn't say it's like AAA, like amazing, like Minecraft, but it's fun to sink some time into. Yeah. Well, that's a game. Uh, it was Staxel, is that what you said? Yep, Staxel. So Staxel. I know it's on the Switch and on Steam. I'm not sure about other services. We'll go find it. Looks like a fun game. Looks like something very interesting to play. 
And so then we were going to ask Shirley about her games. She's not much of a gamer, but um, let's go back to the 70s and 80s. What uh, what were your favorite kind of games? I still like puzzle games. I like, uh, like Dr. Mario, where the little pill-shaped things would drop and you'd match the colors. I still like that one. But I like playing against somebody because I can do that pretty good. <laughs> I guess I'm a little competitive. It's more fun to play against somebody. I did learn how to play the original Mario. I remember and, growing up um, wanting you to play because you could get further than any of us. And I remember you getting to the very end and finally beating Bowser <laughs> on Mario 1. Yeah, I was pretty excited uh. about that. <laughs> I now didn't I like some of the newer ones that came out, though. I just didn't care for them. But I'm just not sure she could get through the first level now. Probably. No, probably not. <laughs> I know the kids have had me try some of the Mario games, and I just I cannot seem to get through them like that anymore. But I, I mean, I still like to play, but I'm more into the puzzle type games. I don't. I'm not into the, you know, you building like and bejeweled too, right? I like bejeweled. Yeah. I see you playing that, and you like all the puzzles and all. I that. I like the puzzles. Yeah. Um, and you used to like, uh, I remember I had memories of, this had to have been like the mid 80s where, you know, we'd have a little tiny TV and you'd have the Atari 5200 out and you'd be playing Pac-Man or Frogger or... Mm -hmm. or I like all those old games. A lot of those. Centipede. Mm -hmm. uh, what's Kangaroo the, or... Yes, I like that. Yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. This is before your time. <laughs> you were still just a gleam in an eye. Well, been. you know, back in the day when I was a kid, all we had was something called Pong, I think is what it was, on black and white TV. I've heard of that and one. And it was like table tennis is all. And you're boom, 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 the ball back and forth. But it was just a line. Your paddle could be small or wide. Mm -hmm. And you were just playing ping pong with the other person. And we thought that was pretty amazing. <laughs> you know, on black and white TV. Wow. Well, those games, I still have a lot of them. I actually collect a lot of the old Atari games, 2600, 5200. I have Nintendo, and the original like, Nintendo. the 26 came out before the 52? Yes. The 2600, I believe, was the first so one. So, is it like saying Nintendo, Super Nintendo? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep, the cartridges. Which one did I have then? Mine was that sleeker one. It you was... had the 5200, okay. the Atari 5200, and then your uh, sister... Sandy had the 2600. Yeah, we babysat that for a couple weeks. <laughs> but she had a ton of games, and you could use different controllers Circus on it. Atari was fun, but I was pregnant. And when John would be playing that, it would be like a little teeter-totter in a... Uh, I don't know if it was a clown, I don't remember, or just a person, like a stick person. And it would jump up and down, and there would be blue, yellow, and red dots going across that were supposed to resemble like balloons and you would pop your little man up and try to knock out all the balloons and you'd have to catch him or and he'd hit the yeah, ground you'd have to splat. catch him on the teeter-totter or you'd lose your life you know if he didn't land on the teeter-totter hmm. but that thing would when it would hit the the bubbles at the top it would go and i'm like oh my gosh it's making me sick he'd have to play it with the volume down because i was pregnant and the sound made me nauseous that's weird and anything with little bubbles floating across there was a sign on a um one of the banks in town and we'd drive by it and if it didn't have a message it just had rolling dots i'm like i'd get nauseated oh that's so weird yeah there's some strange stories interesting uh, 
well, I do have a, a question. I actually want to ask you the same question I asked Holly real quick last week. Um, so, going back to being trans or the opposite gender, uh, did you listen to last week's episode? I did. What was the question I asked her? Do you remember? I don't even remember. You're asking me something from last week. I can't remember yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the question is, if you could be a guy... Oh. For a whole week, would you be a guy? Now, if there's money involved, though. No, no, no. Without uh, money. For a week, yes, I would be a guy. I would like to see how it feels. Would you be a guy for a year? Uh, not if they're, not unless like that. <laughs> not, there has to be money involved. For, I don't know that I'd be that comfortable. How about a guy for a year um, for a million dollars? You bet. <laughs> you have to go to the bathroom like a guy. Million dollars, sure. <laughs> Yeah. One day out of, one one year out of your life. That's fine. There'd be two I grandpas. I can handle that. I can handle that for a year. A year goes by fast. One year with two fathers for Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks like that's all we got today. We have a little bit of an extra long episode. Um we will be back next week. We're actually getting really close to our season finale for the summer. Um I, unless you guys have anything to say, I think that's it, right? Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Yes, happy Mother's Day to, to everyone. Everyone, yes, yes. And to all a good night. Well, thanks for joining us, Mom. Even the mommies with fur babies. <laughs> yes, and I love you, and thanks for joining us. I love you, too. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, and... I withhold my love. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash girl. And check out our Facebook and Instagram page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you.